Hey there, friends. It's Nick. So I've been feeling all historical over the past couple of days. Yesterday, I went and had a haircut. And as you may know, if you've been listening for a while, I usually reward myself after a haircut by heading into the secondhand bookshop next door and seeing if I can pick up something that's... Well, very often, I, you know, the place where I go is the classics. And uh, I managed to pick up a copy of Samuel Pepys's diary. If you're not familiar with Pepys, he's someone who started a diary in 1660. So this is this is just after the revolution in the UK. The restoration of the crown is about to happen. And Pepys is someone who's living in the centre of that world, really. He's, I think he's a clerk in the... In the Exchequer, he, he works for an admiral or something like that. I mean, I haven't dipped deeply into it, but the book is... It, well, it's one of those things. It's, it's like some of the other books I've talked about this year. Um, the Montaigne essays. They are, you know, his writing is, is very matter-of-fact. It's very human. Then it reminds us that in many ways there's no difference between someone who lives now and someone who lived, you know, nearly 400 years ago. But it's also a fascinating kind of historical record. Anyway, so that's by the by, really. I've just been feeling a bit historical. And today, as it turns out, which is the 22nd of March, is the anniversary of Johann Wolfgang van Gogh, von Gogh, excuse me, his death. He died in 1832. He was, I, I think I'm right in saying this, it, he was a kind of a German equivalent of Shakespeare. He was certainly their most celebrated poet and some people think he's the most celebrated historical poet from anywhere and of course I don't know much Goethe because I don't speak German but he does he does have a couple of phrases that have turned up in my my PKM over the years my kind of commonplace book one of the ones I might have mentioned to you before which I love is a man can stand anything except a succession of ordinary days (laughs) which I really like. But the other one I I discovered is actually a line from his play Faust. Now, if you've heard me talk about Dr Faustus before, Dr Faustus was a much earlier play by Christopher Marlowe, in turn based on an older, I think, Germanic story. Faustus is a character who sells his soul to the devil for a few years of power on earth. And it's a it's a story that's close to my heart because I studied Dr Faustus at you know, A-level and it was one of those exams, and that, there's not many many of these in my life, but it was one of those exams where everything just flowed because I love the play, I love the writing, I love the story, I love the power of that idea because what you get in Dr Faustus is this this arrogance of a man who wants to to build himself up to be higher than any other men. And to do to do that, he commits this this bargain. And it's the kind of bargain that we all we all commit. You know, every time we eat a cream cake or whatever it might be, a bar of chocolate, we are, in a sense, we're trading the future for the present. And no one in literature does that quite as terrifyingly as Dr. Faustus. And what you get in the play is you get the early, you know, the early decision and the, the I mean, he was racked with, with in the play, he's racked with, uh, 
what would you say? He's not sure. He's not sure about what he's going to do, and then he does it. And then, of course, later in the play, you get the end. You get those moments, and I've talked about that before. Before the devils come and take him, where he's literally trying to sort of stop time, stop the clock. He wants the clocks to stop. Anyway, anyway, Von Gogh also wrote a play, a celebrated play, I think, very long in rhyming couplets about Faust. It had two parts. And one of the things he says in that, in the play, one of the things that Faustus says, and I love this too, and it's really, it's a kind of a cousin of a man can stand anything but a succession of ordinary days. Anyway, Faust says at some point, all theory is grey, my, my friend, but forever green is the tree of life. And I've been looking outside today and it's been one of those days where Spring seems like it's it's on its way. The door's been open this afternoon. The sun's been out here in the south of England. And I love that idea. Forever green is the tree of life. And I guess, I don't know because I haven't read the play, haven't seen the play. I guess the, just from what I know about the Faust story, my, my intuition is the this idea that theory is grey. You know, we can spend too much time reading and studying and go <laughs> going to bookshops. But as I've said before, you know, the best way to to tell a better story, whether it's for your for yourself or for your business or your brand or your product, is to live a better story. And it seems to me that that living is a what that greenness, the tree of life, is all about. And I hope I hope you get the chance to do something today. That makes today more than just another in a succession of ordinary days. Anyway, thanks for listening. Remember that your story means business. And if you want to dig deeper into what I do, search online for story.business. Bye now.